Hey everyone, welcome to TBD with Tegan and Lee. I'm Lee, here with Tegan. Yes, you should put some brakes in there so you can breathe. Well, I talk fast anyway, so I don't need brakes. Boom. Ah. Yes. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about a time-honored tradition in Western culture, mostly. Um, and that institution is marriage. Before you start, Before did you see the movie Blade Runner 2049? No. Why? No, I only saw the original Blade Runner because I was in college and had to take the essentials of film and it was in there. I didn't enjoy the first one, so why would I enjoy the second one? I really like it. It does it does um hint and talk about well, Harrison Ford is in there, but he's not he's not a major part of it. He's, Love Harrison Ford. He's towards the end of it. Hate the movie. <laughs> it's towards the end of it and it I don't know. I don't know if it. I didn't see the original, mm. but I think it may have hinted at some other things. But it's. I thought it was mm. a, a good movie. Okay. Well, maybe we should do it's homework. Three hours, but oh god. Oh, well, god. two hours and forty-five minutes. Oh god. So maybe we should do a little. I would say like two forty because it's five minutes of credit or something. But well, maybe we should do a little switch off. I'll see the new one, and you can see the original. The thing is, like with the original, I don't like film film noir. I think it's pretentious and it doesn't really add a lot. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. But like it. you know what I liked about the movie was, so when you when you watch, I guess I watch. I may watch movies a little differently, but when I'm when I watch the movie, I'm anticipating what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then I see things that tell me what might happen and things that will happen. So then in my head, I'm piecing that together, and I like that when I'm, I'm watching the movie, mm-hmm. and that it had that, and that it might just be that I was super focused on it. I watched it twice. Oh gosh, twice. <laughs> um, so I have definitely feelings about marriage. How about you, Tegan? I have a not a positive. <laughs> okay. Well, so personally for myself, I think the okay. So the the concept of marriage, I can totally get behind saying it's like forming an alliance. You know, we me and you have an alliance. We're Tegan and Lee. The House of Tegan and the House of Lee. Also, well, uh, yeah. You know, we'll get into <laughs> a thought pops into my head, and I'm like, yeah, we should t- probably discuss that that name order, but we'll we'll get into that later in the conversation. But, um, yeah, we we have an alliance. So saying that two people are like, yep, we're gonna combine our money, we're gonna combine our thoughts and brains and homes and all that stuff. Cool, I'm totally with that. That's great. Um, but. Marriage as it exists in the Judeo-Christian sense, I'm like, nope, I can't get behind it. Why is that? Well, mostly because I feel like um, like marriage, I don't think, I think marriages ruin marriage, like since their inception. It's just like if you talk to someone who's Catholic or even just not normal Christian, but other Christian sect, from another Christian sect, the whole uh, idea that when you're you bind yourself to someone in marriage in the eyes of God, like you guys are always going to be together forever. Like you can't get divorced. And if you do get divorced, it's like this great sin and it's an affront to God. And it's like. <laughs> from what I has, uh, from what I gather, marriage was before uh, Christian Christianity. Yeah. It was less about love and more about a, a means to, I guess you could call it survive, but, um, Apparently, this this is what they said. You, I don't know how you could verify this, but in the earlier time, they would come together 
after I guess after we left the forest and started living in caves, in about three to four years, they would stay together until the kid becomes, uh, I guess, grown enough to take care of themselves. Almost take care of themselves. Then they that they would they would separate. Either the mother or the father would leave, and then start a new family somewhere else. And then it became and I, when it um, as the age grew, let's say the the medieval age or kingdom age, it became an idea where you will marry your daughter off to another family so you could create alliances and you could stop fighting amongst different groups. Yeah, so, true. So and then and then after that it it grew to become what it is now where it's not it's less about I guess it's less about um putting alliance. putting houses together and creating alliances and more about people making it to making it out to be what they shape to be it's love and had to find the one yeah exactly i so think there's more than one you're one you're one the, of them the issue here is that like um forming an alliance is it i mean it can be difficult but for the most part it's really easy to form an alliance right i have to i have chickens you have goats i'd really like to get in the goat game you'd like to get in the chicken game let's make an alliance right but you know there are just logistics that are involved in that but in like including love in marriages like it just adds another level of complication because humans are complicated and one minute you love someone the next minute you don't love them you know it's a lot of time to spend with someone it, i mean but the thing is when you're but that's see that's the one of the the issues with our, the way that we perpetuate marriage today is that like people who who are long term like five years plus dating each other um get married and somehow they feel like the dynamic in their relationship has changed nothing's changed in your relationship you guys live together you shared everything you you know you took baths in the same houses you slept in the same bed you you know what i mean nothing about your relationship has changed the only thing that changes is the financial and legal benefits that you get exactly but no one expresses that to people so it's it's not so much that marriage itself is is uh is fundamentally like flawed it's the way that we it well it, it perceive bec- marriage it becomes a, a point in life so we we set it up so at this once you you grow up at this point you do this at this point you do this at at let's say 25 you should be married you should have kids you should so it becomes a stage in life kind of like a video game where you completing checkpoints so a lot of time well people uh people now growing up are finding that i guess you I don't like the word millennium, but that's what they use. And so they figure figuring out they don't really need marriage. Um, it could be the fact that maybe they grew up with uh, divorced parents or parents who were yelling at each other. They don't they don't need that. But it could also it could also be be that they don't see a need for it. And the stats is that men are getting married at the an average of thirty years, and women are about twenty six, twenty seven mm-hmm. when it used to be twenty. Well, you also have to remember that for a long time, like people didn't live as long as we live now. And the connotation was that, you know, you get married younger so that you can have more kids and all that stuff. Um, but the the thing with like younger, well, newer generations, so like millennials, I don't know why you don't use millennials, but um, with them saying that they don't need marriage, it's because like even people who are in the generation above us, like their parents were part of the generation where it was like, you can't get divorced because that's, we don't do that. 
You know, not even for any real reason. Well, it's just like it was two. Re- two reason was one was for the the Bible, the religion. Two was they don't want to bring shame to the family. Yeah, but that's by letting everybody know that that's that's the, the two main that, reasons. That's the thing. It's like, but like businesses fail all the time. Countries fall. Civilization civilizations fall. God forbid that your your interpersonal relationship with one other person fails. I don't want them to know. That's like I'm like <laughs> that's the most ridiculous thing to have shame about. You know what I mean? It's like it's like them wearing the S, uh, the scarlet. Uh, was it the was it scarlet a? letter? Yeah, the yeah. A was an S. Is an A yeah, for adultery. Go. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. And and that that leads me into a, a good point. I feel about marriage in the way that it's perpetuated through religion and even culture is that somehow in this relationship, even though at no point prior to, we'll say the sixties, nineteen sixties. Um, did women have any kind of real authority in their lives, but somehow they always get punished for everything. And so in marriage, it's like, you know, to honor and to obey. And the thing is like that, those lines are mostly spoken by women. And when, when you say, even though the man's supposed to say it in return, really like marriage is like binding yourself in servitude when you're a woman. Like I was reading a tweet um, thing um, today about the wife of John Legend and um, a lot of people were coming at her or asking like why women take their husband's last name. And I was like, well, first of all, they do it because that's the tradition that's been carried out in Christianity or in Western civilization for a long time. Even though a lot of cultures don't, like a lot of Asian cultures don't, um, a lot of Asian women don't take their husband's names when they get married. But um, besides that, they're like, well, you know, all the achievements I made were in my, my maiden name or the name I had before I got married. Why would I take his last name? And somehow everything I did is now accredited to him. And that's why I feel like marriage is uh, kind of binding towards women, towards men, not not as a pair, but as her to him. And taking his name is like she's his property now. Like she's become a part of his family and not their family, his family, because she took his name. Yeah, I see that a lot. It's I see it going the other way, too. A lot of... Uh... Well, not a lot, but a few men is taking their their wife's last name. Yeah, a lot of guys replied too, and he went, They were like, "I was just happy she said yes. I don't really care that she takes my name. I'm just glad she agreed to marry me." <laughs> <laughs> and but a lot of older guys would never ha- would never reply with that. It was like, "Well, she should take my name because I'm the head of this family." And it's like, "But wait, when do we decide that?" But it could also be because one of my uh, someone I used to work with, they were getting married and they they wanted to get the their husband's name and because she she says she's a traditionalist so she wants that Mm -hmm. so it could also be the fact that too also some people are just lazy and like they're like i have to go and get a new social security card i gotta fill out all this paperwork because i changed my last name yeah i don't don't, want to do that (laughs) well i i don't blame them so yeah because it's a lot to to do for so it it seems like you're making a bigger commitment because you're doing a little more to prove that you 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 want to be part of this marriage. Exactly. I mean, hey, why don't we start a tradition where two people get married, they start a new last name? I don't know. Well, is that it- that is um it used to be that uh, everyone in the family has different last names. Mm-hmm. So the the son and daughter will have a different last name than the father and the mother. Mm, interesting. So, well, the thing is is like just think in a lot of like Spanish uh it was based Latin on where you cultures, live. You're, they have more than one last name, right? Because they carry them over from... Yeah, the other... provinces where they're from and then... Yeah, it's that. a whole thing. In America, they, you can't do that. I think you literally you can only have two last names or something like that, which is why it's like, okay, you hyphenated your last name, now what? 
what do you do when you get married and you're a woman and you have two last names already and you want to marry you, your husband? You have you hyphen you keep your hyphenated one so you can say technically it's one, it's conjoined it, it's a compound word, <laughs> and then you have a the last, last one. one. So yeah. now you have three last names. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> and imagine you have a first name, a middle name. A hyphenated last name, and then come on. You may just need a larger driver's license to fit all that. <laughs> Smaller text. Yeah. Um, but uh, another issue I think uh, that literally comes up right after you, you know, all the happiness of finding out, you know, you're gonna start this alliance because uh, that's how I prefer to look at it with another person. Start your own, your you know, a new clan, a new <laughs> a new house. Yeah, throw a little <laughs> little gaggle of kids in there. Oh god, maybe oh gaggle. <laughs> pushing it man <laughs> gaggle sounds like a lot yeah, um a few. next comes the burden of the wedding and the costs you oh could be God. paying for five to ten years so unnecessary costs. much money that comes with getting married and that's another thing so like you're putting this strain on people's like you should get married you should get married and really instead of weddings being what they really should be two people starting alliance sharing the ring which represents the eternal circle of their love or alliance whatever um and declaring that to people and to god um it's become like this thing to make money it's like i don't understand i don't care what a dress is made out of there is no reason i mean unless you know literally like all the the filigree and all the embroidery is done by hand with like straight up gold thread real diamonds on it there's no reason why a dress should ever cost anywhere higher than like two thousand dollars <laughs> i got i got a better idea for a wedding hmm. you could i got, actually have two ideas hmm. what if you still want to have a wedding and reduce your costs maybe by five or ten times less when you have the you when you have the ceremony hmm. you don't say you're having a wedding just say you're having a party <laughs> because when you say you're having a wedding versus a party the cost triples or becomes five times more a bouquet of flowers that will cost you $20 now has to cost you $50. Or the venue, $7,000, now it's $15,000. Is that legitimate? Like, is it, is yes, it it's it's ridiculous. If you if you look at it, uh, if you if you call the place, um, there's a, this a Vox Media did a uh, thing with a, a husband and wife. They did one for um, getting a, uh, when they want to deliver a baby and for a wedding. And they find out the the wife and the and the husband would call different places to figure out what it would cost for a party and what it would cost for a wedding. And they find out it'll cost them three times more at at the least three times more when they to say that you're having a wedding. Other, wow! But and this, so it's a racket. It's like yeah. it's coercion. It's it's the the flowers are expensive the dresses are expensive the venues are expensive the food's ex- expensive and you know what's fa- messed up about the food like everyone expects wedding food to be bad always and in it's like so i paid 45 dollars a head for a person to eat and the food's bad it's yeah. just like the cake i know the cake is totally unless you're getting something outrageous i definitely know that cakes the uh, bakers charge more for a wedding cake. And then the cake's bad. And I'm like, why, why do we pay yeah. all this money for this bad cake? And the other thing is, the venue will charge you to for them to slice the cake for yeah. you. Yeah. What is that about? They do that with birthdays too, though. Like, That'd if you go like, take a cake to a restaurant, they, like, make you pay to cut it. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, you brought food in. I was like, you going to sell me a whole cake? <laughs> you know, I, you guys well, sell slices. Well, the other way for you to get a 
Because then you have to, after you pay the cost of that wedding, could be thirty five. The average cost of a wedding is thirty five to forty thousand dollars. So instead of spending that thirty five to forty thousand dollars, you go to city hall, you sign the contract, now you get married. And but you also sometimes people go to honeymoons. Instead of doing that, you take that you take you guys go on vacation on your honeymoon, and you invite people if they want to come to your wedding. There you go. But you're not having a you're not have you already married. What you having there is a ceremony. Well, and, yeah, and you exactly. don't you don't get like those. You're gonna get a dress that costs you what five thousand dollars. You just get a regular like I go call a sundress, uh, or you know some support small businesses and just go to a a seamstress or um someone and ask them to make it for you. Like that, yeah, like a, usually a simple turning a simple out summer cheaper. something you could wear in in the heat because then you you go wherever the destination you want to go for your wedding. Yeah. Do you want to go to Ruba Bora Bora or Trinidad or wherever you want to go, and then. Yeah, so that's the thing that, like, people think that, like, when you go to a wedding and you go to church and they say their vows in front of the priest, that that's them getting married. As a, Religiously, sure, that's them getting married. But unless you sign your wedding uh, license, you're not married. So that's the thing. Like, literally, that whole ceremony is just for show. Yeah, and It means nothing. Apparently, you could be married in the eye of the law, but not in the eye of the church. Yeah. If, you're, if you don't have your wedding in a, in a specific church for a Catholic. Yeah. Which... That's true. Um, yeah, Greek Orthodox too. So I guess I guess you could uh, you you'd have to make three stops, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But there you go. Uh, but that's the number one thing. Like when, so I'm not gonna lie. Like I like a party as much as everyone else, right? So like when I was younger, even now when I think about like getting married, I'm like I want to do something that's gonna be um, memorable for me and. Um, also for the people who come, right? So like my theme is supposed to be like rulers of the world and I'm going to be the empress of all that is, right? Okay. And my husband is going to be my husband. Nah, uh, he's not, <laughs> not going to take on any character? He'll be the, the emperor of everything that is. And then, you know, all our guests will get like pins, like, you know, president of the United States and, you know, stuff like that. And then, you know, we'll branch off into planets in our solar system. And it's like, oh, you're the, the, the ruler of Mars. So is this is this gonna be something you throw together in a um, like a big venue and then you with seats for them to I don't know just sit down I I I don't like the fact that it's you have a you have a table everybody sits at the table and everybody sits at the table and then just that's that's the that's the reception. Uh, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing I, is, like, I, it I has to be more than just because the thing it, is, the whole it, point is, like, I, I don't know. I want it to be like fun. For, I want to interact with people, like, as a couple. That for me, a reception is not just I'm saying, oh, hey, you guys are married. Like, I want to do things with my significant other how with about, them. So it's like play games and like. How about you know, a um, model UN treasure <laughs> hunt? Not treasure hunt. What's the other one? Um, what's that? It's when you go, I, I, I don't like more like a treasure hunt, more like a treasure hunt or a um, what's that thing called? Scavenger. Yes, there you go, <laughs> scavenger hunt. You could do that. What are we looking for? I don't. That's you, on my theme. Yeah, but your your theme is well, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't work. But yeah, stuff like that. Like, well, that seems like something you would do, like. In the course of, uh, you know, between, like, bachelorette, bachelor party kind of stuff. 
That's another expense that you don't account into your wedding. That's like the bachelorette party and all that. Yeah. Well, th those things are more like just nights out with your friends. So, I mean, like, they're not crazy expensive unless you, like, say, oh, we're coming for your bachelorette party. But, like, if you're just like, yo, we're going to go out. Like, my friend um, recently got married last year in September. Yay. Um, oh, they're the best couple. Like, they are the poster are children for getting married. <laughs> Literally, they are for, for the institution of creating alliances because they're good for each other. Like, they're better together than they are apart. Which is what an alliance is supposed to do. It's supposed to create something stronger than what it was separately, right? Are they like, in two different uh, fields that will complement each other? As in, like, their professions? or Yeah. Um. Yeah. One of them's a dentist and one of them's a manufacturer of dental equipment? No. <laughs> Not like that. But um, she... So what we did was we just went to her apartment and, like, we, like, sat there. We, like, played games and we drank and, you know, we were just talking about... You know, we were just talking with Cassie and saying, oh, you know, and, and you know, their home is just a reflection of their relationship and everything. It was just really nice to be in that environment with her. And then we went to a drag show and, you know, we just came, showed up. There's a lot of other women there on bachelorette parties, but it was nothing. It wasn't like a, it didn't have all the labels that you associate with it. You know what I mean? Which is the issue that I feel like weddings have is that you label it a wedding and then it's like, oh, well, it's all this pomp and circumstance. I was like, don't need all that. Just going <laughs> to. Go up there, recite some some words from a book. What's the What's the movie that you see that kind of I don't know give I don't know if it's say give you hope, but you felt like wow this is a this is a great movie about wedding Never. or something. Uh, none, none, none that's come to mind. No. What about well, not even Bridesmaid? That's a movie. I don't know. What about those holiday movies they keep making? Uh, Love Actually. February, something about Feb Valentine's. I don't know. Love Actually was funny though, but how about Definitely Maybe? I don't think I saw that movie. But that's the thing. Like, uh, you also have to remember that again. The issue with weddings is the or weddings and marriage is how they're perceived, and so a movie reflection of marriage is never probably going to be even anywhere close to being married. Which is why people have the wrong expectation of what being married is. So, like yeah, I said, if you've been, been told to them through the movies, exactly. It's like if you've been living with someone for five years and you still love them despite the fact that they clip their toenails when you're in bed or <laughs> hot box you all the time. That's gross. And all, <laughs> but you love them and you're with them and you all, so you know them now, you know? Uh, I would, and, it doesn't matter how long I know there, this person. I would There not. is nothing. There's, there is no reason why you now binding like being in a formal alliance with each other should change your relationship. But the perception is that well now I'm definitely tied to them. There's no way out. And it's like what? Why would you feel that way? You didn't feel that way when you were in this committed relationship with them. Why should you feel this way now that you're married? Isn't, and isn't it's it, all psychological. Isn't it a greater commitment to not be married, why? knowing that you could leave at any time, but you don't? It is a greater chance, right? Exactly. And the thing is, people, someone who's never thought about cheating, when they get married, it's like, well, no, I, if I do, it's wrong. I was like, well, it would have been wrong if you were in a relationship and you cheated. Like, what are you saying right now? That's my biggest thing. The, the psychological hurdles people throw themselves through um, over. It's it's crazy. Do you know there's still laws in the books about if, if you have, if you uh, commit I, adultery? Yes. I believe. prison for three years? I believe I'm the one who informed you of these rules. Remember, we were having that conversation about things that we say we're going to do versus what we actually do? No, I don't recall. Okay. Well, <laughs> what I said was, uh, yeah, for, fornication and adultery are still laws, and you can go to jail for them and, and or pay fines, like you said. But no one ever goes I'll because no one's going to... Um, 
enforce them because it's considered okay or normal to do those things. Or maybe they figure out the the laws don't match. It was just those laws were created based on religion. Yeah, probably. Definitely. But also, they no, just think like that is also uh, outside of religion. Like it could drive someone to kill someone because their wife cheated on them with another guy. So if you're telling people not to do it, that you just cut out a subset of it, crimes of passion. Well, it was it's the idea that they were two different people. Um, one of them was uh, more monogamous. The other one wasn't. Just like when people have open marriages. Yeah, but that's, decision, that? but that's the decision that two people make together, not one person makes behind another person's back. Yeah, but they probably realize that the other person wasn't going for it. That's why they decided, you know what, I, I shouldn't push this. But that's cheating. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm just, but that's just like, I'm not saying it's wrong, all right? I'm, it's just, for me, that's just like men raping women. Like, there are women who will have sex with guys just, just because, just because they're attractive. Why do you ever need to rape someone? You can always find someone who's willing to give it to you. But you made that decision to cheat or to cheat, to rape. You've been listening to TBD. We got a little deep there at the end. Um, if you want to communicate with us, you can email us at teganandlee at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.